Hello, and welcome to Defense of the Indefensible. I'm Jethro Swanson, though I oftentimes go by Hungerl Shade online. Today, I am joined by two very close friends of mine, Nyung and Yurong. Nyung is from Vietnam, and Yurong is from China. Both moved from their home countries to Canada to get further education in computer science. Together, we discuss what it's like to grow up in a foreign country and the differences between Canada and their homelands. What they struggle with, be it making new friends or anxiety around performance. Their hopes for the future, dreams, and unique views of the world. So join us as we defend the indefensible. So yeah, we can um, so we can actually just jump right into it. Um, so I guess the first thing I'm really interested in is just... Um, kind of where you grew up and like what your childhood was like before you ever came to Canada. Thank you. Uh, so I'm from China and my family structure is like me, my grandpa, grandma, my mom and dad live together. So five people in like a apartment. I'm the only child because there was like the one child policy there. So yeah. That's the basic situation. What was growing up in China like? Like, um, I don't know, what kind of, um, how wealthy was your family? I guess that's something I'm interested in. Like, what kind of, if you could define social class? Um... I'll say middle to lower. I I don't really know because, like, the wealth difference is super <laughs> high in China. That's... I feel like mm. the super rich people will live in houses like here, like where you have individual houses, but most people can only live in apartments. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'll say it's middle-ish and below. So you uh, went to school for like all your initial schooling in China, right? Yes, I think for at least my area is like the first nine years of education is like the government pay for it. Or is it changed to 12 years? I don't remember. Oh, but yeah. Okay. Oh, and was that just like public schooling kind of? Yes, there are like kind of private school where you need to like pay for your own money, like pay with your own money. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they have that kind of thing here as well. So like what, I don't know, like what's, I know you haven't, you haven't really been to like a public school in like Canada or stuff, but I'm wondering like what is public school in China like maybe compared to what you've seen in media from like um, schools in uh, like the US or Canada and stuff? Okay, I'll say high school is um, all the people is in one class and the teacher move instead of like student move to different class for, you know, different courses. So that's one thing. And we have like, uh, that's my cat. We have like 12 classes and each class have 40 to 50 people in one grade. So that's like some hundred people one grade and we have like thousands plus together for the three grade. Is it a lot more like strict there? Because that's that's something I get from the very, the limited shows and stuff that I see of it. It does seem like stuff is a lot more like um, super rigorous, and there's a lot more like um, pressure with like testing and stuff uh, over there than there is in like like near the end is basically like either every day is just testing or at least twice a week something like that. So what is the testing like? Um, maybe entail like what 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 is the point of the testing? Like what is I assume it helps you get into like colleges and stuff, but like... Yeah, there's like one final 
uh, exam to decide like which college you can go in China, kind of like that. And basically all the practice in school, we just build up to that one final exam. You, that seems kind of like the uh, SAT type things in um, the U.S. and stuff with something. I think it's a little bit less like as big of like everything's decided by it, but it's a pretty yeah. big like you need pretty high scores to get into somewhere like Harvard or something. Yeah, addition to we that. don't have like IC or anything. I think it just depends on the score solely and different province will have different tests and different um, grade to get into certain college, I think. I forgot. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so besides like schooling and stuff, what else does like do young Chinese people do? Like, uh... um, well, our schools start around seven thirty in the morning, and end around nine p.m. So <laughs> wow, that's a lot of schooling. And on weekend, you also some parents will pay for like extra tutors just to go there and study more so i don't think i really had a life <laughs> that, that makes sense <laughs> but people do enjoy like instrument i guess that's kind of common oh. mm. um <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. So now I, I'm interested, um, uh, Nyung, how how is this uh, compared to like your um, uh, growing up? Like, uh, yeah, how could you tell me a little bit about your like uh, childhood and stuff growing up? Uh? I mean, yeah, sure, but I feel as they might be a little bit different from from China. Like, there are a lot of things similar to China too. So I'm just starting for my family first. Like my family is also a very normal family, just have maybe a middle class or something in those, maybe a little bit lower too. So I say just kind of normal and then everything. My childhood is kind of boring too. <laughs> just like. <laughs> so, um. Every student just going, studying and going back home and sometimes playing around. <laughs> okay. Yo, so like, um. You what is uh, what was school like for you? I guess I'm interested in like. Um... Yeah, so I live in a maybe compared to the other town city, kind of small town. So, but even though it's a small town, there are a lot of because that I go into the maybe one of the biggest school in that area. So they still a lot of students go there, uh, and then. It's maybe different between the wait, like we have three level in like from grade one to grade twelve. We also have the kindergarten or something like that in in Vietnam. So, but I don't really recall that kind of memory to be honest. I, think, I don't know. It's just maybe <laughs> I I cannot remember it right now. So we have three level of education there. Uh, the first one, like coming from grade one to grade five, we call that the primary school, and then the second one is the secondary school, which we what is called, which including students from grade six to grade nine, and then the last one is from grade ten to grade twelve, which is called high school. Yeah, and then because in by when if you want to going from primary school to secondary school I don't think you have to take any test in my in my town but if you want to going from 
in secondary school to high school, you have to do some kind of test. But that test just like determine that you can go to the high school or not. Usually it's kind of easy and then just to make sure that everyone can go to, just to make sure that everyone can go to school. So they make it kind of very easy so everyone can just go in forward. But the problem is that if you have the high grade you have, the they have level in the class too. So the higher grade you have, the higher level you can get into that class. So if you want to have a very competitive uh, classmate, you can just make sure you have a high grade so you can go to that class. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's very different from like the U.S. I think because in the U.S. like there isn't any like um, getting into like high school or stuff. Like you're automatically just as long as you I guess you have to pass the grade I guess, but like automatically you're just going through the all full like twelve years of high school, uh, twelve years of school and stuff. I think, and there really isn't any like levels of classes or anything. It's just everyone's in the same class, and if some people do better, then they do better. Um, that's interesting. So um, besides schooling and stuff, um, what do people like do for like recreation and um, stuff? I would say guys in my generation because like because my family also are farmers, so they don't really do a lot of kind of recreation stuff like playing violin or playing music instrument like I heard a lot of people, a lot of children here. Um, most of the time i I have more time to play with my friends in my primary school or in my secondary, the, the first uh, to play in my secondary school. So I playing around with my other children in my neighbor, just playing some stupid stuff, you know, <laughs> just running around. Just And then at that, we do a lot of studying when we're going from maybe grade 7, grade 8, because we have to study a lot to prepare for the, the exam to going from the Secondary school to high school, and after that, we have to have another national exam to going from high school to university school. So, most of the time, I don't see myself play a lot after that. That's some time. Yeah, but maybe I'm a little bit boring children, to be honest. Just looking back to that time, because I know that many of my friends also, I just maybe they don't also don't play a lot. It's like going out with other one a week. And yeah. So um, now I'm in, I'm interested. I just thought of this. Um, what what's um history class like like for you guys? Because I went to school in the United States, which obviously has a very United States like America's the best. We go in every place and we save people, and then all the places where that doesn't happen, we're just kind of like, oh, yeah, that happened. We're gonna ignore it and stuff. So I'm I'm wondering like, uh, what is your view? Because like the U.S. invaded a lot of places, right? And that was relatively recently that like they invaded like vietnam and stuff right so like so like i want to know like what's the history what does history look like from like your perspective uh i would say i, I think yes i heard somebody say that like every country have a different history like they write their history based on what they want the, the children want to know so they're gonna change the history based on this point of view so I and I just want to say that I'm very terrible in history. I usually because it's just a point of view and an event and I have to remember the order of it. But from what I remember the history related to USA, I yeah, 
I remember that you they like do a lot invade many talent invaders and then I haven't I haven't have history from retail and at retail I don't even study for it because history not a the exam a subject we have to do the test and the national exam. Uh, but I try. Yeah, like we don't really like USA in our in our history. <laughs> I mean, understandable. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, given that they kind of just invaded. I don't even remember what the reason they originally. I guess it was to fight communism. I think was the general idea of just communism bad. So any place that has communism, we're gonna go fight. Yeah, it is. I think it's just because you guys want to, because Vietnam have a lot of resources so they just want to invade the Vietnam so they can get that kind of resources I think it's like minor rule and then In interesting mm. is that that's how, yeah, so that's not how it's like um displayed in like the US in the US it's um uh, portrayed as like um because like China um, was like having a communist influence at that time and we were like really big in fighting like the Soviets and Chinese and stuff um Oh, I, I can't remember the name of the like the parties there, but I know like in the north it was like more of the communist uh, party, and like France was trying to get out of there, so the U.S. was like, we can't let communism win because that's bad, and so we went in and tried to shoot a bunch of people to show them how great democracy was, and it didn't work surprisingly enough. Um, and then we got kicked out of there, and then we pretended it didn't exist, um, and America was the best. Well, it just I, I, I well, they can just betray the story like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting to lie with a liar, a lot of liar, <laughs> and I don't know who <laughs> who telling the fact right now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fair uh, a fair um, a fair thing to say. So I'm I'm interested in uh, uh, you're wrong. Like what? I I don't know. Like what is your history with us because the u.s never really did much of invading in china but there's always been like kind of tension there because they have such diametrically opposed like um things and i think it yeah and in the U u.s obviously it's a very like u.s focus like we're the best and like yeah, China's there, and they're not. They're not as good as us, and like that's that's the idea. That is. So I'm wondering, like, what is, what does the history look like for you? I think our history book, like in school, a similar issue as Nin's, but I think in general, when talking about US, is pretty like talk about fat. But recently, the media does like trying to make people think, oh, American just like bad. They're not like strong as they think something like that as a history book we had back then was okay like they talk about facts so yeah that's let's see here so yeah um so yeah talked about school so i want to know what next um so after school what made you decide that you were gonna come to like canada to study compared to like I don't know, studying in your home country or studying like somewhere else in the world, right? Like what's, what decided that Canada was the place that you were gonna... Okay. So first, I, I don't want to study university in China. I feel like it's too competitive and I just make anxiety and everything can handle it. 
So I start like searching where can I go. First, since middle school, I won't go to Korea, but uh, language barrier and stuff. So, and I searched like UK, but the price there is a little bit too much. Same to the US and Australia. So that leaves Canada. And Canada, I'm left with Montreal or Winnipeg. Winnipeg because it's cheap and the PR is like relatively easier to get. But Montreal is also a similar situation. But then I decided I can't learn French. I learned French for three months and I suffered from it. So I just decided to come to Winnipeg. Sorry, I- I'm curious. Like, I, ha- I heard that Korean, Korea education also very competitive. So, it is. Yeah, so ooh, why, why do you want to have I, Korean? I just like that country. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, I no, like when I was younger, I watched like the comedy show there, and that was like kind of like teenage years, so I don't know anything. I don't know about real words, like wow, I want to go there. Okay, so yeah, it was just it was based on like a TV show, uh, <laughs> kind of. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's I feel like there's that's a, a lot of people have that kind of experience. Um, let's see, yeah, so um. In addition to that, what made you decide that computer science uh, was the thing that you were going to study rather than the other things? I was planning on taking zoology, but I don't think they have it here. I was like searching on the university website, and then I just decided I'll choose a major that can like less customer service, so I don't need to talk to people because I hate talking <laughs> to people. Fair enough. I- I'm getting better at that point, but yeah. And then I feel like, oh, computer science. I had like a like Python experience, not like experience, but I start trying to learn it before I come here. And I find like, oh, it's probably interesting. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so uh, Neung, the same kind of questions. What made you decide that Canada was the place that you were going to end up? And following that what uh why is computer science the thing that you want to go into canada for i think i I have a similar experience with when choosing the computer science with Toronto. but the the reason that i chose to go to canada just because well i just want to see how it's like to study in a different different country rather than the university in vietnam I also going went to the university in Vietnam like one and a half year something. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I, I transferred a credit here. And I feel like compared to university in Vietnam, the university in Canada is not like competitive like it is, but it's I feel like I learned more things compared to when I was in Vietnam. I don't know why. It's just like we learn more about a culture here too. And then Maybe a lot of things that I learned in Vietnam is something kind of common sense. I learned in, already in my childhood, so I don't feel that I learn a lot anymore. So when I come here, a lot of things I have I haven't know. So I just feel I learn more compared to what I learned in Vietnam. Well, what do you what do you think was the thing that would make it like less, um, despite being more competitive, like less like actually like giving you an actual uh, value or like um, education, like learning. What do you think? I don't know, like, what, what, what do you feel, do you have any sense of, like, 
why that was? Was it just that it was common sense stuff or was there something with the education like style or things like that that made it like Yeah, I think it's also based on a Thai talk talking about that. I think it's also based on the style of teaching. Because when uh the education when I have in that university, mostly only the professor will talk in the lecture, like talking most of the time. And we have very less interaction with the student. Like sometimes the student can raise hand to ask questions, but I think that was it. Or maybe that because I just took some first year, first level course. So all the time that the professor should talking and then we don't have many opportunity to talking to actually sewing, right? Whether we understand it or not. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, more hands-on learning definitely, I think, helps helps a lot. So, like, what um, what are some major differences um, besides the schooling um, from, like, um, your country to Canada? Like, once you actually left um, uh, your country, I'm going to say, like, uh, Yurong for, like, China, what was the major uh, differences coming to, the, coming to Canada? Like, what was the major um, changes there? Well, there's a lot, like, environment wise like the weather and like the yeah many <laughs> yeah, environments yeah that's that's a definitely a big change right yeah and i one major change like to me is like people respect personal space kind of because i remember one thing like make me so mad when I'm back in china like if you go to ikea the food court people literally just like on you with their card, like they poke you with their card, make you move forward, but like <laughs> there's no space to move. Like there are so many times I got so mad because of that, but I can't really do anything. So here I'm so glad like when people wait for a bus, they have like the space in between and everything. So interesting. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but yeah, that's it. That is an interesting cultural change. What was the like? Um... The best uh, change was it uh, just the personal space thing? You think that like um... there's a lot better <laughs> things. <Like>. I <laughs> well, I can use Twitter. Oh, I, I suppose yeah, and like... many things related to that. But yeah, are there any things that aren't as good here? Of like um, maybe nice things that you kind of miss that we just like don't have the food. Uh-huh. It's yeah. like, maybe it's not as healthy and the, like the quality is not as good here, but <laughs> I guess I'm just too used to the flavor and stuff. So if you had like to pick one food that you like uh, miss the most, what uh, which one food would that be? Um, so many. <laughs> I think seafood because my city is near the sea. So I basically grew up eating seafood like at least every week. But here, like, since I come here, I didn't really eat any seafood. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Not as much of that in North America. Yeah. Oh, very it's interesting. kind of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Neung, uh, how, how about you? What is, um, what is your experience coming to Canada? Like, what are the, what were the big differences for you? Was there anything that really, like, surprised you uh, with uh, coming to the new country? Yeah, there are a couple of things, but there are a couple of different I of this. But I think also like relate to the personal space, like people just respect the other personal space. So for example, in Vietnam, uh, mostly in my 
in my in the village or town when people when the neighbor can just go to the other house without saying anything it's just like walking to direct to the other house and they <laughs> just say hi and it, it can just walk into the other house a couple times a day and it, there's no problem with that but then in, in here like <laughs> every house have a different like people can i just go into the other house and then just go inside the house even the door is not even locked but they have to like knock the door ring the bell something like that mm-hmm. and then i feel like uh, people don't usually talk to the neighbor or is it just like in the asian culture um i would say that usually people don't um talk to their neighbors super much you might say hi or something if you like see them but i i don't think there's a ton of like oh come on let's go over to the neighbor's place and like say it's i think either i think canada and definitely the u.s is like super fiercely like individualistic where like the individual person is like the highest like um uh, most like regarded thing so like that's there's a lot of like personal space and personal like um, your personal property and everything and that's very well defined and like others can't like um, go into that so yeah I don't think there's super much of like saying hi to neighbors though it varies because I know um in some like more rural communities people are a little bit more uh, friendly than in the big cities where they're like oh hi random person walking down the street nice to see you there and stuff um, so it, it does vary place by place, but I think overall it's definitely more um, more individualistic. Yeah, yes. I think maybe it's just because in rural area, less people, so people kind of know each other. But I know it well, but I know that, yeah, somebody like this, they already met before, so most likely they're going to meet it more often, so they can just say hi very easily, but in uh, other, we hard, it's hard to see other neighbor because we on work and then we just go home in the evening and then yeah. we just go home just to relax. We want yeah. to talk, especially yeah. for introverts. <laughs> so, um, yeah, besides the uh, like personal uh, space and not um, talking to neighbors, enough, was there anything else that was like a, a very interesting uh, change, uh, maybe a positive uh, change that you uh, saw from Vietnam? Yeah, I, th- I don't know whether this is a positive difference or not, but I feel that it's more convenient somehow like in Vietnam uh you can in at every house you can just open a store in your house not like like a food store a, a food <laughs> a small food restaurant like that interesting and then like yeah we you can sell like suffering or you can sell some kind of food and then instead of having the separate area in Canada, you have a separate area just for living, for people to live, and then some other place to sell other stuff like supermarket and then other furniture stuff. Uh, and it have to be separate like that. And when you when you want to buy something, you have to go to that area to buy some stuff. But in Vietnam, you can literally just <laughs> sell anything in your house and then just like hang a banner on top of your house and say, hey, we sell this thing, uh, whatever that is. Interesting. <laughs> and that was this. And, yeah, and if you want to go and buy something, you just can go to the next house and you can just buy something there. And it's just feel kind of convenient in some way, but yeah, it's kind that... of maybe a bit chaotic when you, they do it like that. 
yeah that is a very that is a very big like cultural difference yeah because there's yeah there's it, in over here in the west it's definitely very like separated of like these are stores and these are places where people live and there's no like connection between them yeah, that also remind me something uh i miss about china like in style grocery store you can just go to like market where like basically the farmer they sell directly to people it's not like a huge big store it's just on the street kind of yeah so yeah you know i feel like that's kind of nice i like the idea of like just buying from farmers and stuff but i guess it's a little bit more of yeah chaotic like you said it's a yeah little bit less less organized when you do it like that oh so are there any like were there any negative things from coming from vietnam to uh, canada of like things you like miss or like things that aren't as convenient or aren't as um i I don't really think that many things very negative that impact my life a lot. Maybe the first time I come here, I feel that this, uh, like the first thing I I think about when I come into a city, because it's a city, so it's very busy and there are a lot of activity here. Like compared to some city in Vietnam, like Ho Chi Minh City is a very busy city. You have a lot of activity, especially mm. in the evening when, when people going home after work and then they just take some take some relax and then they just go out and they just go into the like some places to 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 like trying out different things different actually like they have some park with uh some game there and then some other stuff and like also like because they have a lot of places to eat too so they can just go into different places to try different food kind of easy to you see a lot of people on the street in the evening even at around 10 p.m or 12 p.m there's still a lot of people compared to here so that's one thing that i kind of surprised when i come here because it's a city and we're expected there are more people like that now, but yeah there's just yeah everyone just doesn't um especially i guess they it's a lot more like vehicle centric here so like everything even if there are people out they're not going to be walking around they're going to be getting yeah. in the car going to the exact place they want to go to then driving back and then that's it so you're not going to even see them if they are going out so i don't know what after you get done with uh schooling here what are your like uh plans i guess we'll kick this back to you wrong but i'm yeah i'm just interested like what are you what do you want to what do you want to do after you you get out of university and you have your degree and you've accomplished it like what's what's the next big step uh find a job and then get my pr <laughs> that's how far yeah. i planned <laughs> but yeah basically all the industry is a little bit scary you know but hopefully find a job and then you sometime in the future get a house. That's a fair, uh, a fair thing you want to get out. Um, so where are you? Uh, do you have a particular place you kind of want to live? Like, is there a particular like area or like? Not really, but wherever like neighborhood is okay and the price is like cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> reasonable. Yeah, <laughs> like. First house I won't be in the city and then we'll see how things go from there. Eventually we'll be moved outside the city. It's really nicer. Yeah, so um with that, um I'm also kinda interested of like um 
besides like maybe big career things of like getting a job and like house and stuff, do you have any other like passions or anything of like maybe you also want to like learn the how to play piano or something? Like, do you have any other like side things besides computer science and stuff? Are there other things you want to kind of pursue or are you hoping to? Yes, I do have a base. I will try to pick that up sometimes. I'm uh, hoping in the future I can play more. And eventually when one calls I'm off a drum. Because I really I wanna learn that. Yeah. yeah, like a drum set kind of thing. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Are there is there anything else? Any other um Oh yeah. Uh, I learned <laughs> how to like crop leather before. But like here oh, I Oh leather. Yeah, I don't feel like make wallet or yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, cool but leather work and stuff. I feel like eventually also when also have like small workshop just for that, hopefully. So um yeah, uh Nyan, how about how about you? Once you have your degree, you've accomplished university, what are your plans for life? Like what do you uh I think is... Uh, it's pretty similar for all uh, of international students here. <laughs> just buy the top, buying the getting the BR and then maybe buying house. <laughs> do you have any particular place you want to live, or like things you want about your house? Like, is there a particular kind of house you want, or is there a particular like, I don't know? Do you have any other like hopes regarding that, or like, because um, I know the the overview is generally the same, but like, do you have any other specifics? I mean, yeah, not not really. I know a lot about housing and then a lot of area because I don't go into that many area a lot to know to know a lot of about like the environment there. But I maybe just avoid some bad reputation places. Like some people say that some places is very dangerous. They have some guns in house. <laughs> I don't know whether it's correct or not. Yeah, so I mean. Just, some places are better than others. Um, I feel like I feel like it depends on the place, but I feel like a lot of times things are slightly like overblown too, because like it's with any news thing, like all the bad stuff is like, oh my god, there's this like bad thing that happened. So then that's that's all that's talked about, right? When like in most cases it's like completely fine. And it was like one like super drugged up person who got in a fight or something. Um, but yeah, that's true. Let's see here. I had a I had a follow up question. Oh, um, I was wondering, um, what are you, what are your what are your uh, plans for like um, you so you own a house and stuff. Are you planning on doing um, a living situation kind of? I know like a lot of um, like uh, in Vietnam and like uh, China and stuff, a lot of like family usually lives with uh, uh, people, and that's like a cultural thing. And I was wondering like, are you thinking about doing something similar to that, where like a lot of family lives with you in your house, or is it more of like a Western like it's just like you and do you know what I'm do you know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. That like okay, one step back, I, I don't know if my parents want to come here or not. That's so yeah. That's fair enough. But if I guess traditional wise, like it makes sense for people to live in one house because it's hard to afford like housing. Yeah traditional wise it might make sense but is that what you want is Ew. that <laughs> i'd rather have my personal space oh, that's yes. fair yeah yeah I, I can understand that um how about you uh Nian? how do you feel about this i also don't think that my parents want to come to live here they might just go to visit 
just like being rounded, going around and then maybe just come up because they they don't really like they fight this play either like they can stay because they don't they don't speak English so it would be hard for them to going around now in English. So if they want to come here then we're just going with the other Vietnamese people but not really the lot so yeah, I would yeah. say they just come here to visit and just going back home so yeah they take me just stay with me in, in the town that they going here to visit. Okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah um I just thought of another question. Uh, pets? Are you interested in having any? Um, yeah. What? Uh, what? What kind of pets do you um, plan on keeping? I think I like dog, dog and cat. So it's with the Ray. I have one for each. I don't know. And then I kind of have friends. So yeah. Maybe yeah. Have I don't know. Maybe have a cat first, and then to get a dog. We can. Dog we kind of. It's kind of very energetic, so they might just do a lot of mess things. So we would have a cat, quiet cat first. Yeah, that is that is fair. Cats need a little bit less attention to do it um, with. So um, let's see. To follow that up, um, how about uh, so now we've talked about like the like life plan of like um just like the um official kind of like formal stuff of like education and jobs and things what about um passions and stuff like are there any like hobbies or things or other passions that you want to pursue um as you uh go out in life i i i just want to travel around travel? some other places yeah oh. like not really not necessary to other country maybe some other country like korea and also I like the Korean cuisine there. <laughs> not oh, like okay. some specific, just like cuisine there, not like the uh, the industry, the music industry. I don't think I like it a lot. It's just like oh, a You're not a big fan there. of like K-pop type yeah. stuff? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So uh, besides Korea, are there any other places that you're uh, like you kind of really want to go see and like experience the like culture and everything there? It's just the other ramens in Canada, oh. and then maybe going back to my country and explore the north end because I live in the south and I'm barely ever going to the other province to be honest. Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, so you, you want to say something, right? Uh, I think I forgot. Uh, well, travel. <laughs> I also passionate about travel oh. if I can one day. Yeah. Uh, but, um. Where where do you want to go traveling? Canada wise, I want to go see Aurora. I want to go to Calgary, the Bad Park. I want to go to oh. Vancouver. I want to go to Montreal. I want to go to Princess Island because I have a friend there. Um, well, Toronto one day. That's within Canada. And also <laughs> Canada, I want to go to French. I want to go to Japan, Germany, Rome. <laughs> And many like Swedish, like the North Europe countries. You want to do a lot of traveling. <laughs> yes. How um, many vacation you have a year? <laughs> none. Like... I never get off here <laughs> since I come here for four years now. Yeah, that is, that is the issue. You don't want to get like, 
trapped in like constantly just like you go to school then you get a job then you're just working your job and you never yeah. really have time and then you're like super old and you're like i was gonna do cool <laughs> stuff with my life and instead i just worked all the time <laughs> um, exactly yeah but like so um i don't know why do you why do you want to go traveling so much because like i get it, it's cool to like see other places and stuff but like is there I don't know. I feel like once you you can go to a couple different places. Like, why is it? Why are there so many places? I guess. Like, do you, do you have an answer for that question? I do like for Europe, just based on all the video I watch when I grow up. I like the view there, like the lake. It like image it's near like night, and the lake is shining. There's people dancing, you know. And Japan is just like the culture there. And one eats sushi, like sashimi and all that stuff. Yeah, I feel like Japan's one of those places that it's just so cool and like different from everywhere else that like <laughs> it, it would be so neat to like go there and stuff and like just experience like such a vastly different like way of living. Yeah, I guess just like a type of escape reality. Yeah. Life. <laughs> yeah, very true, very true. Yeah, I've never been as much uh, big on travel. Like I like the idea of maybe experiencing a couple other cultures and stuff but for me like the hassle of going places uh, um when there's so many like beautiful like experiences that you can have like nearby i feel like it's i feel like a lot of times maybe people like it's a grass is always greener type of thing where they're like oh europe it's so beautiful and stuff we're like if you spent the same type of if you did went this did the same type of thing where like instead of like working here you like took some time off and you just like went to a bunch of cool like food places you've never been to and like went and saw sites you never like you have a similar kind of a, a beautiful amazing uh experience um that's true yeah i can understand that especially like very different like cultures and stuff just experiencing so yeah, i guess we can uh start moving into uh some of the slightly more juicy um uh topics um i want to know are there any like um popular cultural opinions or things that you've seen here in the West that um, you don't really agree with or you don't like the way they're heading and stuff, um, maybe especially because of, like, you coming from a completely different, like, um, culture, not being, like, not growing up in the same type of um, thing. Uh, well, that's uh, a hard question, to it. So. It, it is a hard question, yeah. I feel that everyone have a freedom to do whatever they want as long as it's not like violate the law or the rule here yeah. so i don't see that they have any restriction if you don't follow any religion if you don't follow any politics so i don't i don't feel that i see anything that i want to ruin it's just sound like i like you more but to be honest, maybe I not live long enough to know what it what is the things that may have some drawback here. Oh, I see. Hmm. Let's see. I think maybe just only the weather here is <laughs> it's the only thing that I I kind of annoy here. Uh, but in the winter, it's just a lot of snow and it just takes so much time just to clean up and then. People maybe just get stuck in the snow, and in the in the summer it's just too hot. And I there are a lot of insects here too. I heard that like every summer they're gonna have a different kind of a bunch of different kind of insects. Like 
Last year, a fly is nice. And this year, I heard about they have tick or flea some area right now. So, yeah, yeah maybe I don't some know. ticks. Yeah, that's... It's not as bad as the U.S. I know, at least up here, because of the harsh winter. That's the one thing. It's it's very cold and very terrible, but it also kills off a lot of the things. Because down down in the states, there's some places where like there's you just like go into any kind of bush and you're just like gonna be covered in like ticks crawling all over you, uh. and there's way more like spiders and all this other kind of stuff. So it's like so. so Actually, that's a, I saw this at Australia. <laughs> Australian thing I mean Australia also has Australia is even worse because all the stuff like in the US like the stuff is disgusting but it probably won't uh. kill you in Australia they, they, there's like horrible spiders and things and they will murder you if you get like caught by them um, but yeah it's just um, everything all right well how about how about you Yirong do you have any like any c cultural trends that you disagree with any like I don't know, ideologies that you differ from? Uh, not really media. differ from, but I feel like uh, cancel culture is good in good. some point. Like people might think, like they do sometimes go too strict and just trying to cancel people for no reason. But I think it's mainly showing people like care more and want to take more responsibility and i don't know put more like responsibility on other people i think it's like good sometimes when people do bad things and mm -hmm. they just get oh. cancelled yeah, yeah that's interesting yeah i guess it's it's just the problem of like what what's considered a bad thing and who's yeah. deciding that right yeah of like because that's i think that's the big uh problem for me is like it's kind of like deciding people's fate by like mob rule of like who who is the most people angry at at the moment um True. and that's and that's the bad person which um I feel like isn't always isn't always the case um isn't always the best because people can get very riled up about things that aren't really yeah um stuff and are also quite wrong but yeah that That's makes sense it's 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 hard to say yeah it is um it is uh difficult um yeah i'm trying to think if there's any like cultural things surrounding like asian people or anything that i can think of that i could ask you about i don't know the yeah, there's like a what was that? Stop Asian hate, I think. Was there? Yeah, that does sound vaguely familiar. I feel like I, I feel like there hasn't been much Asian hate um, from. Yeah, I don't know where to start. Know. Like, if it's there's an event, but it's kind of like just randomly appeared on my feed, so I was like, kind of confused. Yeah, because it feels like just saying it to say it. That's what I do. Yeah, I yeah I do. Yeah, understand. It's kind of like the thoughts and prayers kind of thing, where it's like, yeah, that's very cool that you're saying you like. It's it's like saying like I don't like racism, and it's like, great, you're a wonderful person for saying that. You're not you're not doing anything. You're just saying the the thing that everyone knows is good. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, that's an interesting um, question, though. Have you guys experienced any like? Um, do you feel like you've been treated uh, different at any point because you're like from a different country uh here like 
I know Canada is much more like uh, multicultural, so there's a lot of different things. But do you, do you have any experiences where like? There were ones like when I work at the grocery store. I I don't even know if it's recent. It's just people being mean. But like, the lady asked me. I think it's something like put the egg in a separate bag or something. And then I asked her about it because I couldn't hear her. There's a mask and there's like the thing block yeah, there. Yeah, so I can't really hear her. I was like, oh, do you want this to do that? She's like, oh, am I not speaking English? I was like, okay. <laughs> then it's kind of rude, I guess. I just didn't say anything and she just laughed. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's that's just a very rude person. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And, uh, yeah, I feel like I have like own self insecure when it comes to like people. People meet January just saying, "Oh, I don't understand what you're saying. Can you like explain it like logic wise? Maybe I'm not making sense." But my own insecurity will feel like, "Oh, maybe it's my English not good or just the way I say things." So. That's the thing I noticed. I can understand. Yeah, yeah, being concerned about like actually being understood because you're not like a native speaker of the language is definitely a is definitely a thing that could make it harder. Uh, Nyong, I want to know if you feel like you've been like um, treated differently because you're from a different like uh, country, like you're Asian. Like, is that do you feel like that's played into um, um, anything? Any of your experiences? I don't think I have any. Bad experience being an Asian, like people don't treat me unfairly because I'm Asian compared to other. I'm not sure about that, but I heard that they could be a a a good impact, like a good consideration when we apply for some job, and then they have some kind of places in the job application. That's what is your identity what are your ethnicity yeah and yeah, they kind of have some kind of and we choose i am a south asian and they gonna look at it and they gonna just be, instead of going to an interview they just see about job education and i just decide not to go forward because i'm just an asian i just heard that rumor but i'm not sure is that Look, true or and, not and you're you think that they might not choose you because you're asian is that the um yeah, I heard that, but I'm not entirely sure that this is true or not. Because, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard whenever, like, that's the problem. Whenever, like, they ask for, like, ethnicity or anything, like, taking it in consideration is just, like, opening the door for, like, discriminating against um, it, right? Because, like, if if, if you have the access to the information, like, then you can choose based on it. It can influence stuff. It would be better to just not have that information given at all and just be like, you're just a person who has computer science and experience and stuff and just base you based on, like, um, what you're actually able to accomplish and things. But they have a good reason that they want a diverse cultural environment in their workplace and they want to know about that. So they, because you want people in a minority society so they will likely not choose you but who knows they it's gonna be the opposite yeah well that's interesting that's so that's an interesting uh topic that we can kind of get into is like um how much pushing for diversity do you want because like um at some point um trying to get uh a higher level of diversity of like we want like a, a greater percentage of our like company to be this certain like ethnicity and stuff that would open up the door maybe to like giving favoritism to some um, um, 
groups beyond just like diversity of like um it's like you're trying to go away from racism and you go so far that you come back around and end up um, doing the same kind of like uh, racial giving racial preference to certain like people and stuff um, because you're so trying to get so far away from discrimination. Um, so you kind of loop back around and get at the same uh, point again. I think it's, it's something I can uh, I can kind of foresee happening with that. Um, it's a positivity on that thing because well, I think if you're a white man, you will have maybe better education or just better family background to support you doing something. So I guess it makes sense to give diversity like to people who don't have the same access to the same resource. That's an interesting. I would say for that though, wouldn't we? Well, I think a better option would be to um, try to give them um, rather than. Uh, choosing positions based on it, it would be better to try to give them the resources that are needed to get to like, a, because like if you're like a, a white guy like I am, um, and theoretically you have like a easier time with something, you have more resources or something, um, and you get better educated and stuff, then you're still a better like candidate for the job, right? And so if we try to do uh, based on like diversity there, then what we'd end up having to do to promote diversity is just put like less qualified people into a bunch of positions in uh, our society, which I think on the whole for our like society, um, not even in just a computer science, but you could think of other places like that maybe have a more immediate impact, like farming or something. If you put less competent farmers in farming positions um, based um, on their ethnicity rather than their like qualifications, then that kind of hurts the, that might um, hurt society as a whole by um, reducing output. Um, so I think there's definitely something to be said there about if people don't have access to stuff. I think that um, giving them more access, um, a quality of opportunity rather than a quality of outcome, I think is what we um, is what I'm getting at here, of the idea of like giving people equal like um, opportunities to do th something, but um, not trying to arbitrarily instead of trying to arbitrarily like have the end result be a certain number without actually representing what the people who are going into those positions are. I think is. That's a good point, but also at the same time, I think it would be hard to achieve because I think compared to a person who lived here their whole life and it'll be difficult to catch up, something like that. That's how I feel. And I feel like Canada is an immigrant country will make slightly sense because if you select by qualification, there might be a chance just like the whole company end up being people who grew up here. Yeah. That's how I think. And that would be a ad loop until all the people who are like immigrant can catch up with also. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting idea. I'm trying to. I work... think, yeah, it's just hard because like there are many problems behind this one problem um there's also like i think culture definitely plays into it a large part of like there's probably going to be i would imagine more asian people in like something like um maths and computer science and stuff um just because that's i think culturally what's pushed a little bit more 
uh, compared to like, I know a lot of uh, Indian uh, people, their families really push them to be doctors or lawyers. Like that, those are the two things that in Indian culture are like the most like highest, like those are prestigious things. So I think you'd, you'd reasonably see like an over, um, an overabundance of Indians um, in those kind of uh, fields. Um, based on not on like um any kind of discrimination but just based on like those are the things that people their cultural values so that's what those people kind of aim towards so you see more of them not because like it's like someone trying to keep other people out it's just that that those are the people that want to go into it yeah so that's that's another thing we have to yeah keep in mind i think that's um that's similar to um i guess computer science with like gender as well like um Computer science, because it's like majority male um, generally, um, and that's um, I think in a large part due to the fact that like men are more interested in things um, and women are generally more interested in people. That's like the main. Um, that's one of the biggest like gender differences that um, we've discovered so far. Of like in like um, I think sociology is the um, field of it, and it's not huge, but it's like compared to other things, it's a big enough difference that you can see it at the extremes of like having to be really interested in like, um, um, things like it's, um, there's much more men there. And the same way we like, uh, the reason why like psychology and stuff like that is a majority, uh, women you can see in like, um, universities and stuff because they are a lot more interested in people. And a lot of guys just don't care about that at all. and just want to work with things. Um, so yeah, it's also, it's also about us stereotype the social the society just like force them to the uh the, the people like the younger generation they just like so girl gonna be like this and boy gonna like the other thing like boy like blue girl like pink and it yeah. just walks in that to the mindset and make them believe that it's true that's so yeah, that's a very some, some, yeah so no yeah you can continue if so, you have yeah sir some some like some women or some girls just like because they think that computer science is not like the girl thing, so they just believe that even though they might have talent in it or they kind of like it, but they just like no, the society believes that it's not for a girl, so don't go that go into the other like nursing business or some sociology. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so that yeah, that is a good point of like the um. Nature versus nurture, I guess, is the um, are, uh, the um, the problem there. Because I, yeah, I do think that that can definitely um, uh, show up of like um, uh, pushing things, kind of like the same way that like societies push, like um, like uh, Indian culture might push like people to become like doctors or like lawyers or something. Like you could push um, gendered things as well. We know that it's so we, we do know that. So the problem is um, trying to ascertain exactly how much of it is one thing versus the other because we do know that the like um, effect exists because we can see it um, like cross culturally um, of different cultures and not just in humans. We can actually see it in I think um, some uh, kind of uh, bonobos and maybe um, maybe apes. I'm not 100% sure on that, but like the uh, the baby like monkeys um, also show these things based on gender. Like the, <laughs> so like so we know it's real. Uh, we know it's actually happening, but to know exactly like to what extent like is it um uh, to what extent it actually is like um based on um like the, how much computer science um um male men in computer science is based on like um society and um uh just gender preference is uh, very difficult to exactly ascertain um 
But I think that's that's one of the big reasons I'm more against like um, trying to select people based on um, diversity uh, things. Because like, how diverse do you want um, something to be? Like, what's the correct number? Because if it's fifty-fifty, well, we know some people are more. We know something like psychology. If we want to say psychology has to be fifty percent women and men, well, we know that they're not as equally interested. So you're going to be pushing more if you try to do that you're going to be pushing more men who are less interested and less like talented in it and pushing out women who are more interested in who would be better at it um just because you want this like arbitrary like number of 50 percent when it's not representative of what actual people are like want or are interested in but like it's hard to tell exactly what it is which is yeah i think why i'm, I'm more of the um in favor of just like um a quality of opportunity of just trying to like open it up and not base anything on gender and just be like if you're and just trying to make it like if you're interested in something then just you can go do it and no one's gonna like um take gender out of the equation take like ethnicity out of the equation just don't base anything on that is what i would um say i just think like both of them should be done at the same time like for job opportunity not like 50 50 but we'll give more opportunity to the minorities and at the meantime just Give the same resource to people who are, are currently like having the education and working on that profession. So eventually, there'll be similar result where everyone come from a different background. That's how I feel. So you want, yeah. So you, uh, so um, I'm trying to think through. So you want to give, um, you want to try to give um, extra resources to people who don't have it um, for like maybe early learning and stuff to try to make sure everyone kind of has the same opportunity. And you also want to give uh, preference to uh, minority groups, right? Um, yeah, like for example, like male and female, maybe there's like 80% male in the industry now, maybe just give like slightly 10% more chance to minorities. Right. Like, oh. so the people who currently in the education will see like, it's not just one domination and there is future for them and people uh, who are currently in the industry can come back and help people who are currently having the education that's how i think yeah so that's uh, i mean i do understand i think where you're coming from because you you want like people who are actually interested because yeah uh, well it's dominated by one group there's other people who are interested and you want anyone who is actually interested and like good at it to actually go into it and be able to do it um i think the question is like how much because you're saying like if it's like 80 percent male and like um let's say like 20 percent uh female like we want to like maybe give a slightly more preference um so i want to say like how do we decide that 80 percent and 20 percent um is like an equal like what if the actual representative things in the society was like 90 10 percent like maybe that's maybe what if that's the actual like um distribution of like interest and yeah like how, how do we know how do we know that um we we want a higher number there like how do we know that that's a good thing i think it depends on different situation the the person who decide i need to like arrange them differently like for example so like the society still have like uh like biases like like what Nian said, some people might think, oh, this is not a degree for girls, so they won't join it. I think until at one point, uh, society as a whole can achieve, like, you just do whatever you want. 
Ah, what am I talking? Uh, no, until yeah, that I, think, point. I think I get, yeah, you want, you, so you're thinking about maybe trying to give preference to a certain group until as a society we can say, okay, well, anyone can be this group. Clearly it's not just for men or just for women, it's just for anyone. Um, and I, and then once you get to that point, we no longer need the... Um, yeah, maybe that just too ideal and it'll be a lot harder to do, but... Yeah, so I think a part of the problem with that is... Um, how do so, you determine? Yeah, and we, so uh, here the so one thing that people researchers have found um, because there were some researchers who had um, I think a somewhat a similar idea of like um, a lot of gender differences are based on societal like constructs and stuff, um, and so from this theory um, the logical conclusion would be that as you make a society more open, you remove restrictions and you make it more egalitarian, things will equalize. Right? They should have a closer. Um, a closer to even number of uh, people going into things. Um, however, what they found was the exact opposite. Um, as you make things more open, as you make things more equal, disparities in these um, kind of things that have traditional gender uh, like differences actually increase as you make think people able to go wherever they want. Um, I think the um, which was kind of uh, completely going against what they thought was going to happen. All right, because when you remove restrictions, why are things getting more um, concentrated? And I think that. Um, the logic behind that is um, as you minimize like societal differences, as you minimize um, outside influences, the only things left are what's inside. The only things left are whatever is pulling you from the inside. Um, and so even if there's a kind of small pull towards one direction or the other, like if there's nothing else pushing or pulling you, you're just going to go to the direction that there's a small pull, right? Um, and so then... So I think that's why we see these kind of bigger differences, um, the more like open you make everything, because if you're someone who doesn't really care about computer science too much and doesn't really care about like maybe psychology too much or like you don't have a big difference, but maybe you're slightly more interested in like things than people or slightly more interested than people and things, then you'll probably go there and you're going to be another person like going over to that side and stuff. And so I think that's so that's something that we also discover. Um, so it's it's so it is a very it's a very big cultural like issue of like how much of this is like um, society pushing people and how much is just like natural like biology of like just manifesting of like humans being interested in different things and good at different stuff because like we do know that there's some things where like different genders or ethnicities like are just better at it right like um for instance basketball players like the majority of very professional black uh basketball players are very tall black people that's that's who's in like professional um uh basketball um and that's i don't think generally is because there's a bunch of racism going on where they're like trying to keep out like asian people or anything i think it's just because like if you're very tall which the black people generally tend to be like you're going to be better at playing basketball and so more people go there right so there's also like there's also things like that where you have to try to like try to balance it of like there's a, it's a complex topic is what i'm trying to say i think it is does that make sense yeah, yeah how do you feel about that i want to know it's okay if you disagree it's like i want to i mean do we think Oh, yeah, no what problem. do you think? <laughs> yes, what do you think? Uh, it's hard to say because it's a complex topic, so that's the reason why we have 
other other like measures. It's just focus on this studying to determine how to measure it, how to like because we have someone just studying about it, hiring manager so to be a hiring manager to decide what is the good strategy to hiring people like is that depend on the background it has depend on the electricity to determine whether they're gonna be a good team team member in the team or not and i believe that's a way they just choose a candidate also very different from for each company too some company is depend on the header like they decide they might want more white people in the con in the company or some company they uh, have a very diverse culture and they, they encourage and they want to have more people in different background maybe yeah i, I think it's kind of very different so it's hard to determine which one is correct because we never know about what is correct for the company i mean maybe only them know or maybe they only don't even know they're just trying and then just trying to see what is the best way they can do and somehow they might figure out the best way but that's the best way for us um they might find out some other best way later but yeah that's also i suppose another good point um i guess it would be um that you've kind of uh slightly brushed on there is like um for each individual company like if you're a company trying to make like um I don't know, like uh, some kind of program or something that's up um, targeting like Asian people, like that's your demographic of this is who you want to buy and stuff. You're probably going to want more Asian people actually like working on the thing, right? You're probably not going to want like a bunch of people from like, um, I don't know, like Sweden or something working on it because they're not going to understand the culture as much. They're not going to know as good what like um, um, people from like China might like and stuff. So it's... um. Um, and well, you can probably, you might be able to like gauge it by like how much they know of like the history or something like you're looking at their credentials and stuff. I think that like a very good like um, way to judge that would just be by like, are you Asian? Because if you are, you probably, you probably, there's a good chance you know more about what Asian people like and can make a better product for them. So that's also a, a point of like um, in favor of like uh, sometimes using like race as a... Um, as a factor in hiring. I think most of the example is a little bit extreme situation because professional sport, I think it's like a different area. And if a company want to make something target Asian people, but if their base is in West, they'll be a little, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it is niche. It is a niche like um, a thing, but it's, um... But yeah, well, I understand I, your point, yeah. Yeah, but I do, yeah. And when I, I, I feel like also like the um the practice of like hiring people based on ethnicity should also be similarly niche, I suppose. Like I feel like it's not um and I guess yeah, it's in sports and the sports and the company I think are different, um are kind of different ways because I think the the with sports I don't think that there's any actual like I don't think that it's gender based or like uh, not gender based on um, uh, ethnicity based at all like I think that it's just like who's best at it and mm -hmm. uh, like and it just happens to be that people with certain like um, physical traits are better at certain things than other people so like that's who gets into it um, so I think even if they're like completely unbiased like 
if you say you're like, I don't know, six foot seven or something, like you're probably going to get like um, a tryout at the like this is basketball thing because they know statistically speaking, people who are six foot seven are better at like dunking basketballs or whatever. Um, well, it's, a, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting problem. Um, but yeah, let's, that. let's just stop treating celebrity like God. Stop it's treating also celebrities and like oh this is a new player yeah yeah um okay yeah you know that is um something that I also agree with like I I've never been one to like really like love like oh here's some like um I don't know some like celebrity or popular thing like everyone's like oh my god it's like Johnny Depp or something and it's like I don't they're just another human right so like I've never really like appreciate their work is a thing but think they are just perfect human and god and <laughs> gives them like super unreasonable salary is another thing yeah yeah it is it is pretty I, crazy i think with the streaming thing streamer also kind of oh got on I, that list too <laughs> oh my god i hate I do hate some of that of like people just like blindly following some like streamer person who like just plays some games or like just talks about stuff and it's like especially when they're not putting any like effort into like the actual like what they're saying mm -hmm. um is like if they're funny but not smart then like they're not someone you should be listening to for opinions like you can watch them for fun they can be an enjoyable experience but like don't don't be like worshiping them as like well this this person on the internet this internet clown said this so this is what i believe now yeah. uh, kind of thing um yeah yeah i can feel like uh that it's it's just i do feel like people generally too do tend to like want to follow other people though i feel like there is um a desire for like a lot of Human people nature. yeah to really like they want to just like it, it's almost kind of weird i feel like a, like looking at it because like i feel like i don't have uh that anywhere near as so like seeing other people who so like happily just like just like fall jump in line and it's like i don't know i just i I don't like, I like being the one, like, um, actually, I like being my own person, being the one deciding things and, like, creating stuff and things. I'm like. In the end of the day, some of us just in PC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of feel like that. Um, what's your um, opinion on this, uh, Niang? How are you? What do you What do you feel about the uh, idealization of some uh, people in our society? Yeah, I think it's like me. I also don't have any idol I have to admire. I just follow them. I just feel that just being yourself. Uh, just why do you have to follow somebody? Like, just, I don't know. It's just pretty weird. Like, you can just, yeah, follow them with some kind of very good trade they have but not like all of them and mm. i feel that i feel that's the like i feel that younger generation right now they also have that kind of myself they don't really like just following lightly to somebody they also have their old judgment right now so i feel kind of good about that maybe just only the people i know they yeah. actually make effort to think about is it actually true like whatever 
there though i don't know that it like did they do it actually correctly or not yeah i think so interesting yeah i guess that could be i do feel like yeah it's uh as time goes on people generally seem to be trending towards more like um at least here in the west more like um free thinking individualistic type um um stuff in some regards at least um so yeah that's hopefully maybe maybe eventually people will stop um swarming around um these people and worshiping them hopefully um yeah, is there any other, um, uh, uh, before we move on, any other, like, cultural things you wanted to, like, talk on or things you, um, uh, don't like or stuff about the world, um, that you want to get out there, either of you? Actually, curious <laughs> about this one. I heard that this, I, I just don't know, it's just, like, only Asian or all, all, also about my system. Some culture like it's hard to have friends and like Asian make friends with the Western Western people. Or oh, it's just like because Asian more tend more kind of like to make friends with Asian and it's just we actually just somehow don't know that we actually exclude our Western friends. So so are you? Sorry, I'm, like, I'm trying to understand. So, is it um you're saying that is it like are do Asians generally have a harder time making friends with like Western people? Is that kind of what you're? Yeah, I don't know. Is it like for Asian people do that, or it's like the things that Western people also don't really like to have friends with? I don't uh, know. It's um, okay. Well, so I think one. I, I think part of this is definitely culturally um, that I see it like um, Asian people are a lot more like kind of quiet and reserved and stuff. Um, so making a new friend is kind of hard when you're very like quiet and timid and stuff and not like going out there compared to like, I know, I know a lot of like um, uh, Indian people um, who are very, they're very loud and boisterous and they'll be like, Hey there person or whatever. Um, and so they can, what they kind of end up doing is they insert themselves as a friend into your group of like, I'm here now and I'm one of your friends and they're like, okay, I guess you're here. Um, so that can uh, kind of be, though I think that it is hard generally just to make, um, friends and stuff. Um, I guess it would depend on the person, um, too, or like, because for me, I feel like I, I prefer having Asian friends just because they're like the kind of people I, uh, like are like, um, I'm more of a kind of slightly quiet, like, uh, more, um, reserved person. So I feel like I get along better with, um, you are quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, I think on the broad scheme of things, I'm not as uh, loud and boisterous as some other people. Um, but yeah, so I I do um, <laughs> uh, so I think that yeah. Yeah, maybe that, compared to Asian, you are not like very quiet with compared. Yeah, maybe, to <laughs> maybe I. You know what? I think what it probably is. I'm probably more quiet and reserved for an American. Um, and Americans are generally pretty loud and boisterous and like, here I am, I'm an American and I'm great. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, so for, compared to them, I'm, uh, not as, uh, loud and stuff, but yeah, I, I do understand that. I think that, I don't think that it's so much of people not wanting to be friends. I think it's just, I think it's just hard to make friends in general, especially when you're a little bit like 
quieter and stuff. But then you kind of need someone to come up to you and like say like, hey, do you want to be friends with me? And so then uh, the other person, so then you're kind of just waiting for the other person to kind of make the move that can make it a little harder as well. I just think in general, it's hard to make friends in the university here because many people have like friend groups since high school. So they kind of just stay in that circle. Yeah. How do you feel? How do you guys feel about your friend groups right now? Like, are you happy with the number of friends in the yard? Do you want more? Like, I don't know. Like, what do you, what do you think about your friends currently? Um, perhaps one's not in the call with us um, <laughs> at this moment. Um, but like uh, in general, yeah, I'm just wondering like, how do you guys feel about like your friend situation and social connections? I have a few friends like talk regularly, like sometimes, from time to time. And I have some friends like, I generally just not like, a, I will approach to some person. So maybe like after like six months or something, we just like send like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, that kind of person. But yeah, I think I have enough friends. I actually don't have the social energy anymore. <laughs> okay. Like, I like knowing people. Oh, I don't know. I lost my uh, thoughts again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you, but you generally you're you're happy enough with like the friends you have and like the number you have and the interaction. Yeah, like I know a lot of people from like forces and co-op, and so it's really nice. I like meeting new people. <laughs> yeah, so. same. Ah, how about you, uh, Niang? How are you, how are you doing with uh, friends? How do you feel on that regard? I feel as this cat. I I feel it. There's nothing bad for me. I feel quite good with uh, you guys and the other friends stuff from class or some like I have another friends from my workplace so and a couple of friends from other workplace. So we we're not very like talking constantly every day, but like we catch up once in a while, especially when we know that it's around the holiday times, like long weekend somehow we're gonna just say hi and say maybe we can hang out around that time something like that and i feel as maybe it's kind of good because we don't need to have spend a lot of time just talking about something that we actually cannot relate because we don't usually have the same brain group and we don't live in the same environment and there are a lot of things that we actually don't know about we can just say hi how is going today yes good but Sometimes I, I just don't know how to relate to the experience. So sometimes just maybe meet one is a while and then just talk about it. And then just meet in person is maybe better because we just feel more better when we have it face to face and have a better conversation. We have a face to face in conversation. I don't know, just, yeah. Okay. I, so I, are I, you? I, I feel happy with my brain right now. You're happy with it, so yeah, you're happy with the kind of interactions that you have and stuff. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, well that's, well that's um, that's how are um, you? Very good. How am I? Um, you know, how am I? Well, that's a, I wasn't expecting to answer this question actually. Um, let's see here, with my friends, you know, I have, I have a fair number of friends. Um, that I like. I feel like I'm the kind of person though where like I, 
I feel like I care a lot more about other people than usually other people care about, like, other people. Like, I I feel, like, super close to, like, all my friends and, like, love them a ton and, like, um, stuff. So I feel like I'm, I am, it's a weird mix of, like, I am constantly, like, wanting to be closer to other people. And also, I'm an introvert. Um, so, like, I, um, I feel like I... I, um, after I have a lot of interaction with people, I do have to, like, um, like, be alone and, like, regenerate my energy and stuff to, like, actually go, but, like, I love, I love spending time with people and stuff, so I would say, like, my friends, like, I think I'd like to be a little bit closer with some of my friends, um, but overall, I think I, I do have a, a fair number of friends, I think, I have, like, um, I think the number is pretty good, it's just the, um, I'd like to make, uh, closer to connections, I guess, is the thing. Oh, well, that's, um... I, I don't really have that many friends. Just some some people I like. I might have friends in class, but it's not like we talk outside of class thing. So just a couple people we actually talk after we finish the semester, like you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so do you guys? Would you guys? Do you guys want um? more friends that you talk more out of uh class and stuff because i feel like um nowadays with like all the like social media and stuff and things people are like spending a little bit of less time like actually like just interacting and like hanging out and doing stuff in person i feel like it's more of like you kind of see each other once in a while and you can look at each other's posts on like instagram or something and that's like um that's like it so like do you are you guys do you guys feel like you'd like more like um that or do you feel like you're you're pretty happy with the amount of like more like in person or like um closer connections of like um instead of just saying hi like once in a while i think it's always cool to have like friends you know like people that kind of friends it is um so that's not the question i asked though the question <laughs> i asked was are, are you kind of happy with uh, the amount you have or do you want more like that's that's what i'm i want to like because it is cool but like how i want to i want to know the exact answer here of like what do you think about that like how do you feel with <laughs> your amount of social interactions i think i have enough right now okay. and i want to go back to school be like more so yeah yeah that's definitely yeah the, um, the like the being in school is definitely nice because you're constantly like interacting with people and like you're yeah. you're right there so that that definitely does feel a, a lot of that well, how are you? yeah how are you feeling with that i'm i feel like at the same time i still want to have more people but I feel that if I have more people, I cannot distribute enough time with them. So I don't mm. want, I want qual quality more than qual quantity. Mm. So I mm. feel that maybe I need to find a balance between that because I don't want to, maybe, or just sometimes I just want to talk to more people, just figure out like who I can, who I can find, feel the vibe of them and just hang out because sometimes we don't know if we don't actually make the move to talk to people and just try to understand them yeah yeah that makes so, sense yeah just maybe just like just try to make more friends and then find out who actually we can just moving on continue because it's hard to say if we don't actually talk to anybody 
Very true. Very true. Oh well, then I, um, I would rather more closer people, but at the same time, I would still making more friends just to figure out who I gotta be more closer later. Yeah, yeah, I think definitely having like a few very close, like deep connections, um, is a lot better than having like a bunch of just kind of surface level people where you kind of you're kind of more of acquaintances than actual like friends. I think yeah. would definitely be better. Yeah. So, um, kind of moving on from this in uh, a kind of similar direction, I want to know how are you guys doing like emotionally? Like, how are you? Um, like with like I know uh, you're wrong you talked a bit about like anxiety and stuff and I want to know about like with mental health and stuff because I feel like that's something that a lot of people are kind of like they kind of push it to the side right it's one of those things where it's it's like if you're talking about like issues or stuff everyone's like oh like don't talk about that like everything's gonna be okay and then like they like oh you should go see therapy or something and then they they um but there isn't a lot of like I think um I suppose I would call it toxic positivity is what I would call that. But I think um, there isn't as much of like just like being um, just like listening to other people and like trying to understand what they're going through and stuff. Um, and I think I'd like a little bit more of that. Um, so I want to know, um, how are you guys doing? Um, how are you guys feeling? I guess, oh, you're wrong. You can go. Um, <laughs> you can go first for this one. Um, since you, you talked a little bit about it. I feel like my mental health is definitely worse when I'm in study term, even though I only have one work terminal. Because work, like as regular, like everyday repeats, I like it. Like the only thing I need to stress about is in the morning, I would need to catch the bus. And that's about it. Then just come back home, relax, go to work again. But when you school, my God, well, all these comp courses, it's it's something. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You have to you balance all the different like assignments and everything and make sure you're on top of everything. You're going to all the classes and like making sure you're on, you know when all the deadlines are and like are working towards them fast enough and stuff. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. But like at work, my supervisor is super nice, which also helped. I, I don't really stress about work too much. So yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm currently very happy. Mm -hmm. I'm like very happy, but here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, we, things are going fairly well for you, though. It yes. seems like. Yeah. So you enjoy oh. working more than studying? Yes. <laughs> and it's not like after three months later, I'll be like, oh, I, I feel like I missed study term. I would never know. Interesting. Yeah. So like, I feel like I haven't um, um. I've worked a fair bit um, just besides um, co-op stuff, but like with that, I do feel like I, I'm kind of the opposite almost of like, I love studying. I love, um, I love doing that. And like, I guess maybe not necessarily the opposite, but like I do, I, I do feel like I might prefer studying a little bit more than actually uh, working. Um, just because I'm, I'm the kind of person where I'm constantly like, go, 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 like constantly mm -hmm. doing new things and like a, trying to accomplish stuff and things. So like, I feel like, um, that kind of fast paced moving forward, you get a little bit more feeling with that, with like, um, doing school stuff and like doing courses and like <clears throat> doing all that kind of stuff. Whereas work, you're like, you're working on your thing and like, maybe the thing gets done and there's some more stuff and it's kind of like, okay, here Repeating. we go. Yeah. So it's, it's not as much of that, like 
constant like over here and do this and over here and do that and like accomplish this thing and like all of that kind of stuff that I I think I like a little bit more. Well, well I thought so. that there could be more learning opportunity and when you're working, isn't it? Because you learn something that you don't even know what you actually learn. Like there's no professional guide you, you know, curriculum so you can yeah. be following. Yeah, I would definitely say that. Well, I don't know if there's more learning um, that goes on, but there's definitely a big uh, amount of learning, especially in computer science. You have to constantly be learning um, new things. So it's it's not to say that there isn't like um, there isn't learning stuff or anything like that. Um, I think it's just it's just a slightly less. Um, it, but it's it's not like you're not learning anything and. Um, thing means you're constantly having new new technologies or new like ways of doing stuff or new like how they format things internally and stuff and like understanding how things connect together and how you can access stuff and things so you, there is a lot of um there is a lot of like continuous learning with all of it i think yeah so also think like high school really traumatized me so that's also part of the reason i don't like studying um, in what way did it traumatize you? Was it just all the stress of like the um, trying to get do get good grades on the tests and stuff? Yes, because they they will list everyone's grade and put on the like in front of everyone, and will talk to like the few like bottom people or just in front of class like announce it. So, oh boy, yeah, that doesn't yeah. <laughs> sound great. Yeah. And yeah. the teacher do pick on like low grade people, like feminism, oh, I guess. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's doesn't sound very uh, very pleasant. <laughs> um, yeah, I can understand why that's a, a lot pretty stressful. Trying not to be the person that gets picked on. Um, so I'm, I want to know, like, um, do you have any ways of dealing with uh, anxiety that you've uh, come across? Um, where, in your experience of it, of like, how do you how do you um, try to uh, manage it or stuff? Um, like, so I mean, like, um, like you have all this anxiety and stuff. Like, how do you like? Um, do you do anything to try to like control it or like try to like, I don't know, maybe calm yourself down or like um, just manage everything so it doesn't get super overwhelming and like uh, consume you with anxiety? Kind of like, do you, do you have anything like that? For school, I don't think it's a good way, but I just lower my expectation. <laughs> so, like, if I don't expect myself to do, like, too good, eventually, if it ends up being like that, I'm not too upset about it. And school stress is, like, more, like, temporary, like, before exam or anything will be get really worse. So, it's try to do good. Yeah, you're just trying to do good and then not stressing that you're not like the very best or whatever because that's like not gonna yeah. happen regardless just because of how statistics work out. I'm oh. very convinced I'm just a normal people. Yeah, yeah just but a yeah. normal, normal average person. Well, that's. I like um, to be a normal person. <laughs> At least not below average. <laughs> as long as you're not below average, you're good. Hmm. Oh, thank, thank you for sharing. I am, uh, well, now turn it to Nyung uh, and uh, see if I can uh, get some of uh, your uh, emotions out of you. What are you feeling? How are you doing? Because I am a bit lazy right now compared to 
when I was in high school, I like I learned a lot of things. I feel that the that the amount of knowledge I can learn when I was in high school and when I was like in my first year university is feel much more than compared to here. If I like, first year here, so I just feel that I have less motivation somewhere. I don't know. So I feel that I may work in better in a more fresher environment. <laughs> It's just like not a lot of pressure. It's just feel that when I have pressure, I have more motivation somehow. Okay, I think yes, my you... life a bit easier right now, so that's why I feel it. just. I feel I that too. I, yeah, I just feel that I might want a little bit pressure to make me feel more motivated to actually make something work, make something done. Don't delay it. Don't procrastinate. I yeah, I feel like more procrastinating right now. Okay, yeah, I see. I can understand that. Yeah, getting into the like um, thing of like if deadlines are far away, then you kind of yeah. like you can kind of wait. You can push it out to whenever the deadline is, and then do it um, there rather than having to like actually do it right now and be motivated to do that. I can understand that. That's I think that I doing it better. I did. I try to. I catch up with the deadline better in my first year in my like the first second semester and then right now I just feel I'm just waiting for the very near day of the deadline to do it as soon as I feel so bad about myself yeah yeah I feel like one way I've kind of gotten around that um I think is trying to like set deadlines for yourself that are sooner of like trying to have it instead of the deadline being like um depending on how far it is away, like maybe set it for like the weekend before the weekend it's due and just be like this is when I need to do it um in your head because you have other stuff you need to do in the week and like maybe you don't actually have as much stuff and you would have had time or stuff but like trying to like do like that has helped me i think a little bit of you just see, uh i try to do that also but when that day comes the voice in my head just like yeah that can wait there's another <laughs> week oh no yeah that is that is that is the problem of like because you actually do know that you do have another <laughs> week to do it um just yeah, that is. yourself hungry, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that is um, a problem that I don't think I have a good solution for, though, because like I, I feel like I'm the kind of person who is more. I have the kind of anxiety, the stuff that makes me do stuff right away, where I can't do other stuff until I get it done. So most of my stuff gets done way ahead of time because like I can't like relax or focus on other stuff until I get these things done. And once they're done, then I'll like go do other stuff. So um That makes sense. Yeah, so it's... I like that. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it, it does um it does have its positive sides. Um though it is What is can... negative side? Well, the negative sides is that you're constantly focusing on the, trying to do, um, trying to accomplish things rather than like just enjoying the moment and stuff. So I'm constantly, because there's, there's, there's a never ending list of things that have to get done, right? It's never that, it's never really that you like get done with this and then you're like done and you don't have to do anything, but there's more stuff you could do. And so it's always a never ending list of like accomplishing this than accomplishing this and like doing it over and over and over, but you never really get to the end, right? It's never, you never, you're never done and you can relax. It's always, you could relax or you could do this other thing that needs to do it. So like I could like sit around here. I could like 
today I could have instead of like having a podcast and like talking to you guys, I could have decided to just sit around and play video games. Right? I could have done that, and that would have been a fun experience and stuff. But I wouldn't have accomplished anything in the long term and stuff. And so instead, I'm like, oh, no, I need to do something. So I set up a podcast and I do. And so and and so I keep I do things like this where I accomplish a lot of stuff, but I'm constantly just accomplishing things. Um, is the kind of the problem and not. And not enjoying life as much as I maybe could um, is a way of looking at it, I think. Maybe that's the way that you enjoy it. I just like achieve something and make you feel that you are actually enjoying it. Maybe, yeah. It's it, it, do, do having actually like accomplishing stuff is quite nice. Um, though I do feel yeah, it is a bit of like I think it's striving for like a, a some goal in the distance that's like always a little bit too far away. Um, is the feeling I would describe it as. Yeah. But um, he says, so besides the um, the um, kind of feeling a bit more uh, lazy and less uh, motivated um, than you may have been like in your first terms and stuff, um, which by the way, have you uh, found any ways to like try to mitigate that at all? Like have you, um, um, do you have any yeah, ideas? Yeah, like, like you said, I just set a like earlier deadline and check my rank. This has to be finished this day. Has to be finished this day. <laughs> and then I have to make sure I write out a number of hours. I, I I need to finish the committed text because sometimes I just do a lot of text. I just plan a lot of things to do on a at a day, and then I feel like there's so many things I cannot finish. There's so many I cannot finish, and then at the end of it, I I just. Like jumping around between the text and I actually cannot finish any text of that day that I plan to finish. So yeah, that is. Yeah, I feel, mm-hmm. I feel is... I have to write out the text and then write out the estimate number of hour and then at the end of the day see whether you actually finish any text and then maybe try to maybe the first time we just try to do one text at a day uh every day and then maybe increase more text later. I feel better. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, breaking stuff down in like um lists of like bite-sized things that you can actually accomplish mm-hmm. so you can actually get going with it rather than being overwhelmed is definitely a good thing. Um so besides the um um struggles with like motivation, is there anything else that you um how else are you doing um emotional wise like um, I don't think anything else really much that make me want, make me feel concerned right now. Hmm. Yeah, maybe yes. just fighting job because I maybe want to graduation, so I maybe just feel kind of nervous about looking for a job right now. And then how about our job market right now? It's not very good to graduate for a student graduate right now. Kind of worry about that too. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair worried about the future of uh, computer science and stuff. That's um, that's a fair concern. Though I think that I think that it should actually be generally fine, since like there's so much computer science stuff that's gonna have to be done eventually, right? Like with all this AI stuff and things, um, we're probably gonna have lots of people that are gonna be need to work on stuff and need to maintain like robots and stuff like that. So I think that. Oh, talking about if we have more AI, do we actually need more people to do that or they just have AI? So just ask AI to do that for us. 
Instead, that, I'll have a no. That is a concern of like, yeah, if it gets good enough, can it, it, it they can, AI can definitely write some basic, um, basic programming stuff right now. Though it's, it's much better at doing the very basic stuff like, uh, what you'd find on like Stack Exchange rather than like actual like new stuff. Um, eventually though, I think it would get good enough where like, um, I don't think it'll completely replace people, but it will like, um, well, I guess it will replace people in that one person will be able to do the job of like 10 people, right? Because like you with like an AI can like say, hey, we want to make this new thing. We'll say, AI, make this thing for me. And then you'll see like, okay, well, this is mostly correct. We'll just move these things around here and like we'll do this thing instead of that thing. Like, okay, now it's all good and do it. And so you can, so it's going to become much more efficient. So I guess there is some concern there with like how many people are needed and stuff. But I think we're also going to see, um, and I don't know how many people we're going to need for it, but I think we're going to see a mass of like um, almost like an industrialization type thing with AI of like um, AI in like um, they're already doing it with like uh, uh, crops, like growing crops, like because all those like big tractors and stuff like the field's the same size and the same location every single. So you can have a tractor and you can program it. Oh, yeah, go do these things. And they're even using AI now to like um, do the like um, – um, fertilizer spraying and like uh, pest spraying so like the, it can analyze all the plants and like spray it exactly where it needs to, to reduce like um, costs there so we can actually grow more food and stuff so all that stuff is like um, and I think that's going to kind of happen in a lot of domains of just like AI and robots taking over jobs that we would have usually done Mm-hmm. So I think with that, I, I think computer science hopefully are needed. <laughs> I really hope so because that's um, that's really what we're all depending on. But you know, it should probably be okay. Probably. Yeah, how so? Um. So yeah, I guess um, that's um, kind of goes in the next question of. Are you afraid of anything uh, going forward? Like, what are your fears? What are your fears for the future? Uh, obviously, you mentioned um, that you were kind of afraid of the job market of like not being able to um, uh, actually find employment and like make a life for yourself that way. Is there anything else that you're like kind of concerned or afraid about, like um, in the near or long uh, term, like going forward with your life? Or anything like that. Worry about my parents more because like when I get older my parents also get older and I think that's I didn't spend many time quality time with them. And I think that time especially when I go in studying abroad I don't really have time with them talking with them even talking with them. Yeah, I feel like I'm I don't know. I don't know, I just worry about maybe the, their health, maybe they, they actually have some health problem because they just get older and right that's it. Yeah, I think I might want to spend more time with them sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's completely understandable, wanting to spend time with like parents or other loved ones because like yeah time is a limited resource and they're not going to be around forever so like you're wanting to have some like quality like connection with them and stuff is definitely something that like i can understand being worried about 
How about you, uh, Hiram? Do you have any uh, fears for the future? Well, I was in job and like apply for PR, also similar, right? I don't know how my parents, what my parents want. Like, if they want to move here or they just want to stay in China, which is reasonable. So I don't know if times come down to a where I have to go. But I just tell myself it's like it's in quite a long future, so I guess I'll worry about it later. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's something that you can't really like do much to change or stuff. So yeah. worrying about it doesn't really accomplish anything, really. Yeah, that's fair. Is there anything? Uh, is there anything else that you're uh, worried about? No, not much. Hmm? No? Well, that's pretty simple. No, much. Yeah, fair enough. Um, How are you? How am I? You know, you keep you keep asking me. This, I'm I'm supposed to be interviewing you guys here. Um, I know where you too. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, how about me? Um, am I afraid of things in the future? What am I afraid of? Um future um so there is a little bit of concern with like job and stuff but i'm generally i don't think that much concerned uh, uh with it i think that eventually i'll you'll know, figure something out like um the likelihood that like things are gonna go bad for me and they aren't gonna go bad for like the rest of society is very low like either either our entire like society is gonna fall apart and everything's gonna be terrible in which case like nothing i can do about it or things are gonna be okay is i think my uh view on that I think I'm more worried about like um, people. I'm worried about like uh, maybe finding like um, like a romantic connection or something. I think is um, trying to have like that. I think is a, I think that's a very like uh, important uh, aspect of uh, kind of just like life and the human experience. I think is uh, that. And so I think um, and lots of things are very straightforward like if you want to get like um make money and get a job and stuff like there's a very clear line of like how you kind of do that and stuff um but having connections with people is uh nowhere near as clear people are very complex and confusing uh things and um so i think that's um i think that's the one of the biggest um concerns i have for the future is just trying to um trying to find that yeah I feel like this is maybe gonna be harder when you go out of university, just going to the workplace, even harder to make more relationships. That's, so. that is, yeah, that, I think that is absolutely true. Yeah, is that like, I think um, once you, once you get out of it, because like when you're in your workplace, there's gonna be like a, like a couple people maybe that are around your same age. Um, and you have to hope that those people are also happen to be like single and interested and stuff. Uh, like. So that's it's it's much harder to like uh, do that. I think so. Yeah, I do think in university is the best time to try to like meet people like that and try to like um, develop those connections. I definitely agree there. So um, I suppose I will move on to um, what I have planned as my final question is um, for you guys. If you could change one thing about the world. Um, what would it be? What's the one little dial that you're gonna twist or turn or flip? You're gonna switch to um, to change something in the world. I'm thinking. Yeah. 
just the whole world just should cancel like citizenship and everybody can go with wherever they want it might be chaos but not my problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i do yeah that does make sense i think that would be nice at least to make it a little bit easier i feel yeah. like um yeah a yeah, fair there's, point there's a lot of problem related to that but yeah it'd be definitely yeah it'd be nicer to like not have to try to apply for uh permanent uh residency uh status and stuff i have yeah. to jump to those hopes yeah, yeah i feel like a lot of document not unnecessary document just takes so long to do to process and oh you don't need to do that yeah oh so no i just want to go there just one day and take my just Three months to do it. Okay. Yeah, the governments are not the best when it comes to actually doing things fast. They are very slow and bloated uh, most of the time. Yes, sir. So how about um, how about you, Niang? Uh, how about uh, what would you like to change? <laughs> what would you like to shift around in the world um, if you could change one thing? Um, no. I feel like when I was young, when I was a child, I, I want to be a superhero. <laughs> I want to be a superhero just to kill evil and things, but there's so much something that's not really realistic, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I love that idea of the, though, you as, as a superhero going around like <laughs> fighting <right> evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like that anymore. It's just not that same feeling anymore. I really just want to have people have less political, I don't know, political issue and then they have less things. I feel that every problem just because people have different opinion on how the government works. Some people are following different party and they have an internal fight between that whole party and then and that's also a problem that's causing a lot of e policy for international students or immigrants to just just try just I feel that's a common sense somehow just do it this one is the best way do it why when you have a new policy for restricting lesser people lesser immigrant I just realized wow yeah, so the, you've touched on a couple of things there. I'm uh, very interested. Um, let's start with um, uh, the policy about like immigration and stuff. Like, could you go into like? Um, so you want you want uh, you just want to make it easier for immigration, right? Yeah, but I, I know it's sometimes unfair. Like, for if there's so many immigrants, this might be a lot of problem. But yeah, I mean, it how is the government it, can deal with. The overpopulation. Yeah, because you do. Yeah, you do need like houses and jobs and everything for all the people coming here, or else it's just you have you move a bunch of people who from one country into this country and they become like living in terrible like homeless situations here because you can't provide for them and stuff. Um, that's fair. Um, let's see here. So yeah, yeah, you and I think that like I do think uh, I do think I agree with like a lot of stuff is overly uh, political, especially now things seem to be getting a little bit more like um, I don't know, especially in the United States, like it's a very like two different sides that are getting more extreme, 
at the end and it's like um everyone's like uh all no everyone on the other side is horrible and evil and i hate them and stuff and like only my side's right um from both sides and i think that in the um end i think you're kind of right of like it's just a lot of it's kind of a common sense kind of things like most of the people have generally pretty similar opinions and like agree on pretty core things it's just a few minor like things where they kind of have slight differences but they get really blown out of proportion with a lot of the politics and stuff i think so yeah i do think it would be nice if that was all gone but yeah so i suppose that is a fairly good um uh, note to end it on uh uh so I want to thank you, both of you guys, for coming out. So I, and I, I really appreciate you guys doing this. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having us today. Yes. It's really great talking no more about your own and you, about yes. cultural differences, and how you think about that. <laughs>